Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Got your surprise for us. What do you got? Okay, before I give you the surprise, you guys always say you're my talent agents and I owe you a percentage of... 10% of everything you earn. So instead of giving you the 10%, I got you guys a treat. Oh, I'm excited. How long has it been in that backpack? It's still cold. Will Hawk beef jerky. Oh, yeah! They have great beef jerky. It's still cold? Yeah. It's remained cold? It was the last time you brought beef jerky or pepperoni into this room. It had sat out for a while, and then it made us all sick. No. No, this this was in the fridge all night. You avoided it. I avoided it. Locke ended up not even making it home to St. Albert. Thank you. All right. Yeah, they're amazing go. beef jerky. They have a new store in the mall, right? Yeah, it's uh, right uh, right near the ice rink. Mmm. That's some good beef jerky. Holy crap, that was yeah. good. Wow. That's nice. That's a nice gift. Thank you, Jimmy. Yeah, I'm not giving you guys cash, so I'll just give you a <laughs> little did bit you, of... I thought maybe you did a stripping gig for beef jerky instead of money. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's paying that, cash that's, or beef jerky. That's that's next week. I'll take chickens, beef jerky, beer, or if you got a cat. Oh my god, that's funny. Um, actually, you were at the mall yesterday. You witnessed a crime, so we're gonna get into that coming up. Yeah, yeah. I don't say anything. I have lots yeah, of we'll, questions. We'll get details. Yeah. Also, we got um, barbecue tips with Mel. From Dark Side of the Grill again today. Um, we're kicking off the show today with Guar because okay. this is the anniversary of the death of Dave Brocky, who was um, one of the lead vocalists. Guar has had numerous members over the years. <laughs> he was one of them. We lost him on this day, um, well, just about 10 years ago. So we're playing Slaughterama this morning to get us going. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. What's the name of the beef jerky company again? Wilhawk. Wilhawk. And and that's... I always thought... I thought they always had a store at the West Edmonton Mall. No, and we had them here. They were opening a store in West Edmonton Mall. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah it was when, like you could get their beef jerky in Leduc and uh, Spruce or something like that. Spruce, yeah. Gar, uh, they're in Spruce Park or Spruce Grove or they're something. They're in Spruce Grove, I think, at, originally. Now they're at uh, Wilhawk. Yeah. yeah, it's at oh my God. That's the best beef jerky I've ever had. And it's mm-hmm. one of those like kiosk things in the middle of the like the. It's all you need. Yeah. yeah, thank you for that. So you were in the mall yesterday. Jimmy sent me a text. He goes, "I just witnessed a crime," and I'm like, "Well, save it for the show tomorrow." So <laughs> what happened? So I'm sitting there walking through the mall, and there's this kid laying down. Um, you know those fountains that they have in the middle of the yeah, yeah. The, the walkway? He's The wishing well. The wishing well. And he's sitting there sticking his hand in, and his <laughs> mom's across the way going, No, grab the yellow ones. Grab the yellow ones. <laughs> Don't waste your time with those quarters. <laughs> and he's in there. I thought he dropped something at first, and then he was sitting there grabbing handfuls of loonies. How old? How old? I say, I say about seven or eight. Okay. And did you... Bust the nunchucks out of your uh, backpack? <laughs> no, but the my first my first thought 
My first thought was get a video of this, but a creepy little person taking a video of an eight-year-old is probably not <laughs> somebody who would mumchuck you. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen this before. Have you ever seen uh, I had a friend who did that one time. He didn't know that, what that money was for. Like, cause they it's take, for charity. They take that money out and donate it to charity, right? You Although, make your wish. <laughs> but I had a friend, I remember when we were kids, he, he would medicine hat, he went and Emptied out the fountain. His mom made him take it all back. <laughs> she was like, "You're stealing. That's her charity." And so he had to go back to the mall and dump all the wishes back. So uh, they're walking down. They're did it bring walking him any away. Luck? I don't think so. <laughs> they're walking away from the fountain, and the mom goes, "Okay, let's go to the food court." Well, would you steal bread you, to feed your family? Did it look like they needed the money? I don't. No, they didn't look. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, they was she wearing like a fur coat and driving an Acura? No. Okay. All right. But because not that that makes a difference. A crime's a crime, whether you. But I don't know. I I think I'd have it. a little more room if it looked like. Okay. Yeah. What, what did they get from the food court? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't stalk <laughs> them for the rest. That's really going to determine this for me. What did they eat? I, was it tacos? Chinese food? I, what is it? I didn't follow them Harvey's. to the food court. It was Harvey's for sure. <laughs> but it was. I don't know. Where do you stand on this, Grant? I, I, I the kid, the kid doesn't know any better. He's, I'm okay with the kid doing it because the mom's if obviously mom is encouraging him. him. She should be punished. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you it's a regular. I bet it's a ritual for them. Walked through the mall with the shame, 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 <laughs> shame. Uh, would you have said anything? No, I would have just kept going. I would have left it too. Probably. Yeah, I wouldn't have said anything. <laughs> that's one you don't get involved, and that's why well, they do it. That's I why she's getting away I with it. Do you think Jimmy should have mum chucked her? Yeah. <laughs> Was it last year you did, or two years ago you did nothing but Nicolas Cage movies? Two years ago now, isn't it? No, I think it was last year. Okay. So, uh, I don't know, because we did a year of listener picks, too. Oh. It has been two <laughs> yeah, years it's now. it's only been two years. Anyway. Well, let me look. <laughs> I think when we were doing that, I'm trying to get a time frame here, when we were doing that, that Nicolas Cage marathon with Jimmy, mm-hmm. um, we talked about the possibility of him, because it was his comeback year. Right? Well, yeah, during that year, he did Pig. Uh, he did The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. That's when that started to come out. Um, yeah. Yeah. That came out just after the year of Nicolas Cage, but it was at that time. But there yeah, was, it was a couple years ago. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, unbelievable. Time is just. It, and that was where the Renaissance kind of started. But there was a conversation about him playing Dracula. And mm-hmm. when that was happening, I had this idea in my head about what that looked like. And then I watched the trailer yesterday for Renfield, which <clears throat> features Nicolas Cage as Dracula. And it's a, how do you explain? It's a comedy. It's a, yeah, it, it looks pretty good, actually. I, at first on really the good. trailer, I was like, oh, here we go. He's going to start doing this weird stuff again. Like, that's what happened to him before. He started out strong, and then he yeah. started getting too much into himself and overacting. And, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but then it seems like, it, oh, no, that's how it, it plays. It And it looks like a good movie. It has a Dracula dead and loving it kind of yeah. feel. 
Like uh, that Leslie, Leslie Nielsen, Nielsen. used to scare me. That that movie used to terrify me. Okay. So the premise of this one is Nick Nick Cage is Dracula, and then this guy Nicholas Holt is the guy that works for him. Like gets some bodies, butler, and and does and errands, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Renfield, and it's out soon, April 14th. I think, listen, sometimes a trailer can be a little bit deceiving, but this looks like he might have another hit on his head. It looks like a good movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was intrigued. I was laughing at the trailer. You know the trailer's who that, funny. The kid that plays Renfield is? I have no idea. So I was trying to place him. In quite a few movies, but the one that stuck out, stood out for me was um, the new Mad Max. He was the guy, the spray paint driving the car for the leader. And he was also and he was also the remember beast that? in X-Men. And he was an X-Men too, but remember Mad Max, the guy yeah, yeah, that yeah. spray painted his face and he was driving it's the that car. Kid? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Same guy. Yeah. Okay. Because I thought he his acting was good in like from mm-hmm. the trailer, right? Anyway, yeah. uh, April 14th. Renfield, it's a Dracula movie, it's a comedy, it looks like Nick Cage might have another, might be stroking another one out of the park here. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White, 95.7 Cruise FM. So GM announced that they're going to stop making the Camaro. So the 2024 model of the car will be rolling. The last one's going to roll off yeah. the assembly line here in the next six, seven, eight months, and then that'll be it. Yeah, they said sales have dropped. Um, they said the current sixth-generation Camaro that they brought out in 2016 has done well. Um, it did well out of the, the start, obviously, but in the last couple of years, sales have really dropped off, and so it's time to... This is Put also on the shelf for a, bit. a way of reigniting sales of the Camaro because, yeah. I mean, we're talking about it, right? There's guys that'll go, oh, damn it. This, you mean this is the last run on the on this latest yeah. version of it? Maybe I need to go get one. Maybe and make them more of a collector's yeah. item as may, well again. Exi- possibly. Yeah. They're nice cars. I remember, I don't I know like what year it was that they redid the Camaro and released it. It was like... 2014, 2016? That was the latest one, but there was one before that, too, wasn't there? Like in 2010 or something like that. Okay. And I remember, like, yeah. That, I remember... The, the Charger that the they Charger, came out with. I, I was just going to say, I yeah. remember the Charger when the they... The Challenger. Re- yeah, yeah. There, there was sort of a trend there for a while to re-release these old muscle cars, yeah. right? With a new kind of uh, I always wanted twist a, on them. The Challenger I always wanted. And that was Walt Jr.'s car in Breaking Bad. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That was a sweet that's, car. <laughs> the Challenger, that's also the Dukes of Hazard car. Was the Dukes of Hazard a Challenger? It? I think it was. We're not car guys, and there's somebody right now in his vehicle yelling right now. Yelling. But it was a Charger. It was? Not okay. A look, at, look at. He said a Challenger, didn't you? No, I said Charger. Okay, yeah, it was a Charger. Yeah. All right. The, uh, uh, anyway, yeah. so G- GM said they're going to do something else, but they haven't announced what it is. But yeah. They're parking the Camaro, so. If you're a Camaro guy, heads up on that. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So yesterday was a good day for Locker on the betting front. With some money down again as you try to get to $100, and he's $102.70. He's got enough to make his Leafs uh, 
uh, bet now if he yes. stops losing money. If I stop losing money. So what did you win yesterday? Because you were at like $70 or something, weren't you? So I bet on McDavid to score. So I made I made, um, I made, made some money off that right away. Okay. I, I had... I had ninety bucks safe bet this year. last week. I had ninety bucks in there, and mm-hmm. then I went down to seventy because um, uh, McDavid didn't score. A couple, it doesn't matter. Yeah. There was one game they lost that yeah. you had. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I I slipped back down to seventy dollars, and then yesterday, I um, I put money on I put money on Connor to score. The Oilers to win, which didn't net me much. No, like I put ten bucks down, I got twelve. Right, and then I was like watching that uh, Clayton Keller yeah. at the beginning of the game, and he was flying, mm-hmm. and he has been scoring like he's been lights out for the for Arizona. So um, I was like, I'm going to see what what his odds anytime goals are, and it was pretty. It was pretty the, decent. The, so the I nice put, thing about these apps now is that you can literally make bets in game. Yeah, like as the game is happening. I stayed up late last night. I watched the first period. I so made you could gamble within the. First, <laughs> <laughs> I think you have a problem, buddy. So anyway, so I, if it's you could even keep Lachlan out of bed. I put ten bucks down for him to score, and he scored at the beginning of the second period, mm-hmm. which I didn't see, but I was on the dumper this morning having a little <laughs> little fist bump because Ooh. I made twenty. Twenty-eight bucks off that. Yeah, ten dollars. I made uh, twenty-eight bucks. That's so a now big one, yeah. I'm at a hundred dollars, and I just gotta try not to spend it all. Spend it all and lose any money because I want to make that bet. And the whole point of this getting into this gambling thing was to make my prop bet at the end of the season when the when the Leafs get into the first round. I'm going to bet a hundred bucks that they're going to lose. In Game Seven in the opening round, mm-hmm. they've done it five times. The last five times they've made the postseason since 2006 or something, 2002. They've gotten to Game Seven and lost in Game Seven every time. <laughs> Actually, I think the reason why you got into the gambling to, onto this bet three six five was for the Super Bowl, and you were. If we could pull the audio, I think you said you were going to stop after the Super Bowl. I've been saying I'm going to stop every week. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Every you said at the beginning, if you start gambling, you're never going to be able to stop. Do I need to remind you guys that I'm an addict? He's winning. (laughs) Why would he stop? This plays right into all of the problems I have as a human being. It worked for Evander Kane. Oh, let's rattle through some of his. Yeah, there is. So his bankruptcy hearing is ongoing because he's trying to declare bankruptcy. And there's one bank that's going, hold on. We want our money. Like, you can't just walk away from this. So they got this big hearing going on. They were saying he was placing up to 50 bets a day. And he had borrowed, uh, I think it was $50 million to pay off gambling gambling debts. He was like... There's no paper trail to a lot of the scambling because it was, you know, bookies and sketchy yeah. places. And so, yeah. It's, uh, Doesn't he make a few million a year? He's made $76 million in his career, but he's, but he's gambled lost, it all the way. He's lost like $120 million or some crazy thing, hasn't yeah. he? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, no, he's, he's, uh, he's in the hole. Like, he's playing right now to pay off debts. 
Yeah. Like he's his he's current that contract is yeah. like yeah. You have more money than Evander Kane. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. This is kind of a funny story. By the way, I have a theory why it's Ottawa, Grant. Okay. The uh, Uber, the worst passengers in Canada. Yeah, so this survey came out and... Ottawa was number one worst Uber passengers. Edmonton was number five for Toronto worst. was in there. But it's the politicians. <laughs> you think so? That's what it is. Or, or the it's angry radio people. <laughs> it's politicians. Mm-hmm. Ottawa, for sure it is. Yeah. They're all a bunch of raging... This is the second time Uber has released the top five and worst five, and they go by um, ratings. So worst average rider ratings. Because when you get in an Uber, obviously you rate the rider, the rider rates you. Yeah. So I guess in Ottawa, they all have just terrible ratings. Yeah. You're bringing us down to number five. (laughs) Are you allowed back in Uber yet? I've started taking taxis. (laughs) (laughs) My wife... My wife legitimately, we, we took a cab from the curling Bonsfield on the weekend from Jasper Place home. Yeah. And uh, and we're in the cab and we're on our way home. And she looks at me and goes, are we in a cab because you can't get an Uber? <laughs> and I'm like, you're listening to those guys. They're making that up. What's your rating? What's your rating? Three something, I think, isn't it's it? It's not in the threes. It's a low, t- a high two. The Locker Room presents the Grant Report. Now, Grant Johnson. Big day today. The day that everyone wishing to relive the 90s has been waiting for. Um, Zellers is reopening in Canada. We really can romanticize anything if we give it enough time, hey? In 2013, when the last Zeller's store closed, did you ever think we would be earning for the days of Zeddy and to be a part of the coolest club in the city, Club Zed? I wonder if my points are still uh, eligible to be used. For me, my memories of Zeller's are going there to buy everything I needed for back to school. That was about the only time we'd go once a year to get all my school clothes and all my notebooks and my pens and whatever else I needed for school, the very school supplies that would help me complete my schooling, launching me into a career in radio. So really, I guess we could thank Zellers for where I am today. That's kind of cool. Thank you, Zeddy. After picking out my new jeans for the school year, we'd then uh, wander over to the Zellers family restaurant For a Big Z burger, a milkshake, and a smoke. Good (laughs) memories. And it all starts again with Zeller's reopening today. The Grant Report is brought to you by this week's feature locker room shirt. I go to the same bottle depot as the locker room. Text us now for the link to shop. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. You just made me think of something. Didn't a bunch of people lose their points when Zellers pulled the pin? Probably. Right? Wasn't that a thing? Wasn't there a big conversation or about... Or was it conferred, converted to like HBC some, points it, or something? Okay. May, maybe somebody know. knows. 780-989-0957. Because I bet you there's going to be somebody that walks... If they did sort of walk in screw with a people bunch of, with a bunch of points... Do you get to walk in there with your Zellers card today and go, hey, that would, that would be awesome if you could. I got 100,000 points. <laughs> 
They've been building interest since you guys closed. You guys owe me! <laughs> and now, The Locker Room presents Star Wars News. Now, your host for Star Wars News, James P. White. Okay, you have in the in the prep, Jar Jar Binks is back, but he's not. <laughs> it's the actor who... Excuse me! <laughs> it's the actor who played him, or like did his uh, movements, Ahmed Best, that was in the new Mandalorian. He, he's that, in the new Mandalorian, okay. That so it's, so not, it's not Jar Jar Binks. He's not playing Jar Jar Binks. Excuse no, me! He's that, playing a Jedi. That guy had like severe... Depression after those movies came out because because of all the hate he got. Like everyone in the world hated him. Yeah, yeah. for his Jar Jar Binks, and, and he talks for about that reason. openly about how hard that was. It was awful. He was so annoying. And you know, I've tried to go back and watch the Jar Jar Binks prequels. Yeah, um, thinking like, oh, I was just whatever. They weren't that bad, and they're even worse when you watch them now. Like time has not been kind to Jar Jar Binks. Do He's you, even worse. Do you want me to play my favorite part? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jar Jar Binks from the prequels? Yes. Here it is. Come on! Jar Jar, move! Is that when he gets like sucked up and run over or something? That's when he dies. <laughs> yeah, when he gets, goes in the wood chipper. Uh, <laughs> but he actually played a Jedi. He played... Uh, uh, Keller and Beck, who okay. so they showed a flashback of how Grogu escaped uh, Order sixty six. You know what I um I heard an interview with John Favreau, who is the guy behind um the Mandalorian, yeah. and he explained something that makes sense. He said they went into the Mandalorian with the goal of bringing the whole. Star Wars universe together, right? So there's elements of the prequels, there's elements of the original trilogy, there's elements of um, the cartoons. There's, and there's elements that, uh, that are kind of leading to the sequel, like the sequels, like Force Awakens. Like there's yeah, yeah. a couple of, there's been a, a number of... What he wanted to do is he said, I want everybody to be a part of this. Everybody that loves Star Wars... Um, we're bringing you, you're all welcome, and it's going to be a big party for everyone, which kind of explains the success of Mandalorian on a certain level, because everyone loves it. No matter what level of a fan you are, if Even you're a millennial or a Star Gen Wars, or, yeah. yeah, yeah. But the cool thing about his character, and one thing I loved about it, uh, with him being a oh, Jedi. Jar Jar? Uh, no. Excuse me. <laughs> as, you love Jar Jar. As the Jedi. He was. He did some killer moves with uh, the two lightsabers. Oh, okay. And I don't remember oh, so Jar Jar having a lightsaber. So Jar Jar is in the, the this latest episode includes the not not Jar Jar Binks, but the guy that played. Yeah. It. Okay. That's kind of a cool, nice little touch. And right? oh, by the way, but his uh, double lightsaber stuff. I'll be touching on that in the summer when I demonstrate. Uh, using oh, two oh, lightsabers. What a tease. Wait what for a tease. that on the Jedi yeah. Jimmy podcast. How am I going to wait? Hey, you got to watch at least one. Excuse me. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. 
Okay, we're calling massive damage from Monster Pro Wrestling. He had something very exciting happen to him on the weekend, so we're phoning to congratulate him. He's not going to pick up, is he? He's too big for us now. Isn't he the one He's that on said TV. Yeah. What's going on, Squirrely? Oh, there I'm he is. In the car. What's there going he on? is. We thought maybe you were too big for us now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, of course not. Hit the big time. Won't pick up the phone. That's what we thought. <laughs> yeah. Oh, buddy, I'm I'm driving to BC. We got I got three title defenses this weekend, and we got a mini camp there next weekend. So nice. things are going great for us. So next week. Monster Pro Wrestling in Edmonton, though, right? Or the week it's after two weeks, that? It's seventh. two weeks. Yeah. Okay, it's on the seventh. So explain to me what happened. You're in your late sixties, and and you got a call. <laughs> <laughs> this opportunity was that happened to I'm, you. Okay, well, first of all, I'm fifty years old. I'm not in my late. 60s. He's younger <laughs> than you, Lachlan. Second of all, all right. Second of all, I got a, a message from uh, a, an agent called Sean Dean. And uh, they invited me to the Winnipeg tapings of AEW. Okay. Uh, apparently, Chris Jericho had my number. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I really didn't know much about it. I got there. I was given a dark match. I, I ran into a bunch of people. Uh, Kenny Omega, he's a big star now, but he wrestled for, uh, for Monster Pro Wrestling when we first started here in the early 2000s. Oh, that's fun. And, uh, and Jericho's kind of been in the same territory as me for years and years. I did the tryout. I ended up wrestling against the firm, which is Matt Hardy and his group. So I, I got in there a couple times, and obviously, you know, I'm it's my my first go around there. So you're you're going in to make someone else look good, which is what you know part of the wrestling business. But uh, what a blast! What a group of professionals! It was a really good experience. AEW is a class organization. I was uh, I watched the match. It's on YouTube. You can find it. And I was uh, pretty pumped because growing up, I used to love the Hardy brothers. So when I saw you were wrestling against Mad Hardy, I was expecting maybe a, a table, a ladder, or a chair. But <laughs> I wish, you know, honestly, like what a great guy too in the back, you know, really easy to talk to. And you hear a lot of stories about some of these guys and how, you know, they get a little bit of success and, and they forget about people. Kenny Omega gave me a big hug and he thanked me for taking care of him when he was uh, when he was young and stuff. And that means a lot more to me than anything, really. Like, here's this big star, maybe one of the best wrestlers in the world. Same thanks to me for helping him get there, you know? Very and cool. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. That was, that was really surreal. And I got to tell you this, lot because this is my favorite part of it. I, I've wrestled for a lot of years, and I've wrestled a lot in Winnipeg. My partners and I got into the ring. The whole front row of the right side started to chat my name, and that was probably That's cool. all the experiences. My two tag partners looked at me, and if you kind of watch on YouTube, I shrugged my shoulders because I was just I was blown away by that. So thank you, fans of uh, you know my 29-year uh, career. That meant so much to me. So Monster Pro Wrestling, you're in the big time now. Are you going to get a call back to well, give you I, a I sense? I sure hope so. The, the big news was that they're coming to Alberta and Saskatchewan, and, and that's where I broke in, and I did a lot of my wrestling. My first year was in Saskatchewan, so uh, I really hope that I get to do those shows. I really cool. hope I get to do the Edmonton-Calgary show, and here's hoping, right? I got my foot in the door, and let's see where it can lead. You never know, man. Did you post his match, his YouTube match? I'm work, uh, working on it right now. It'll be up in a minute. Okay, so where are you putting it, if anybody I'm putting wants? it on the uh, cruise Facebook and Twitter. Okay, and... When is the next Monster Pro Wrestling MPW, match? MPW. It's uh, Know Your Enemy. It is April the 7th. It's, uh, Good it's at, Friday. It's Good Friday, and it's at the Alberta Avenue Community <laughs> Center. By the way, off air, 
massive damage thanked us for dealing with the cod piece issue that's true a couple of weeks yeah, ago we, so you're welcome he's not gonna lose an eye in the ring by the way uh, that was he was that he was, was for just the kids. jealous yeah that was for the kids <laughs> time now for beginner barbecue tips with mel from dark side of the group had somebody reach out to me today mel um, saying, really enjoying the barbecue tips with Mel from Dark Side of the Grill. Um, so we're, and I said to him, I said, we're really looking forward to you paying us a visit tomorrow with some barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> we can't, we can't wait for that. You're back in Edmonton and yeah, you'll be stopping by the show tomorrow morning. So if you watch, if you watch, um, uh, watch for it on social media in the next hour or so. We'll send out the video. We're actually video uh, taping this right now. So Mel's joining us from um, what looks like his front room of his of his house here in Edmonton. He's coming down to the radio station to treat us to some barbecue tomorrow. Um, give us your tip for today, and then I actually have a question for you specifically um, about sort of taking that next step with barbecuing. And we've been focusing, Mel, on beginner barbecue tips this week to get people um, into barbecuing that might not be into it, right? 100%, yep. Yeah, so what's, yeah, our my, tip? what's our tip today, brother? My magical tip for the day, get yourself an instant read thermometer. Okay. Whether you get a cheap one or you spend the money and get something decent, that's up to you, but get yourself a meat thermometer. This is going to save your Thanksgiving turkey. This is going to save your Easter ham. This is going to save, and this is the big thing. Now people are finally starting to get out and barbecue. They're, they're getting a bit more adventurous. They see that tomahawk steak at the butcher, and they're like, you know what? We have a poker game tonight. I'm going to do it. I'm going to blow 50 bucks on a steak. Yeah. You're going to overcook it because you're a beginner barbecue person. <laughs> if you have a $15 thermometer, this is going to save that steak. So for sure... Get yourself a thermometer, pay attention to it. When it's getting, that steak is getting to 125, you're getting ready. You've already got the plate out. You're getting ready to pull it off. 127, 128, she's coming off, and you're going to rest it. It'll still climb up to 135. You'll still get a medium rare steak, but you're able to watch it, literally watch it from inside the steak. So you don't blow it. I, I got that tip from somebody who's a barbecuer a few years ago. And that yeah. literally changed how I barbecued because before I was just guessing. I was like, I think yes. this steak is medium. I don't know. <laughs> like, Putting it's the squishy. On it. Yeah, and it was always overcooked. Everything was overcooked. Yeah. It, it blows my mind that people will invite me over for a turkey, right? And it's dry. I say, like, you have no excuse anymore. Yeah. Do you know how many YouTube, like, look, you, look YouTube up. There is 10 million recipes on how to cook a turkey. Yeah. Everyone has one of these. So, so, do you recommend one in particular? You you have one in your hand right now, Mel. My, myself, so I do this professionally, right? I, I, I when I'm feeding other people, especially, or I'm doing something on camera, I need it to be exact. So I'm using the Fireboard, okay, uh, Spark. This is this is like their base model. It's it's absolutely deadly. You can pick them up. Uh, smoker brokers online here in Alberta, they're selling like crazy, but they're unbelievably accurate okay and like super user friendly i can plug this into my phone with a probe yeah and i can go have a beer i, I can go to the i can go out get groceries and this will still tell me what's happening mm. at home on my barbecue so so the how much is that that one is that is that like a really expensive one or I, no I is it 100 bucks 100 bucks it's that's, a great not, that's not bad no it's a great father's day present or, or you know present you for your buddy or Perfect. whatever yeah, yeah it's so yeah. I, I've talked about this before, and um, 
and I think I even mentioned to you that if you came over to my house and saw my barbecue, you'd probably leave and never talk to me again. <laughs> I bought the floor model from Canadian Tire, and um, I, when I got it home, I realized I didn't even have all the parts with it, so I actually have zip ties holding the base of it where the propane tank yep. is and the top because they didn't give me all the pieces. It cost me $139. I'm a cheap dick, but it was the worst purchase I've ever made. It's a awful barbecue um, and I'm yeah. literally ready to just bring it to the dumpster at five o'clock in the morning one morning and chuck it into the back of the building um, but I I don't know enough about what I'm buying and I know a lot of people t- you're sponsored by those green the green eggs right the big green egg yeah. the big green egg um, but that's those things are kind of pricey what would you recommend for like a guy like me who doesn't know a lot maybe getting into a little bit more what would you recommend uh, for a barbecue Honestly, whatever you're looking for has to first suit your budget and then second suit your lifestyle. So if you have a natural gas hookup, you're already looking for a gasser, right? Yeah, yeah. There, There's a million options to, to, to a natural gas barbecue. I like to be sneaky. What I'll do is I'll go on Amazon and I'll look at the comments, right? Yeah. Get into, the, get into the, the customer reviews before I buy anything. That's the first thing I do. Dip on Amazon, type in what I've just been looking at and see what people are actually saying about it. it mm-hmm. It's the most raw and like unfiltered feedback forum is Amazon customer reviews. After that, right, you can go into your local local barbecue shop and they will help you out. Yeah, I tell you this, you can get a, a, a decent gas grill hooks up to your natural gas for probably 500 bucks especially when they have seasonal discounts yeah 450 500 bucks uh you can get a smoke tube off of amazon for 30 bucks you fill that full of wood chips yeah you can turn that into a smoker just like that nice so it's it's totally up to you what you got if you were starting out with charcoal you wanted to try charcoal yeah i would say a weber kettle right okay. you're into 100 150 200 bucks You'll play with that, and when you get good, you'll get sick of the temperature swings and whatever. Once you get good, then you're going to want to upgrade to a big green egg because it'll be the last grill you ever buy. Yeah, and that's okay. the magic of that's that's how it works. There you go. Listen, we really appreciated this. Uh, Mel from Dark Side of the Grill, look him up on Instagram and on his webpage. You can book him to prepare a meal for one of your functions. You do a lot of catering. I know you're very busy, and you've been getting busier and busier. And we look forward to seeing you at the radio station tomorrow, Mel. Awesome, guys. It's going to be deadly. What was the name of the thermometer one more time? We're getting a lot of texts asking. This one is the Fireboard, Fireboard Spark. It's yeah. it's deadly. Just go. a deadly. We deadly. got a we got video of this conversation mm-hmm. too. You can actually have a look at it because he's been showing it in the video. Mel, we'll see you tomorrow, brother. Right on, guys. Have a great day. Uh, all right, take care, man. Fourth and final season. They're wrapping it up after this season. Which makes I, sense. I like it when a show knows when to end, mm-hmm. and I like it when a show ends and it ends like they know they're ending it. Everybody yeah. knows it's ending. They can they end planned. it the way they want to. Yes. Yeah, there's no... Yeah. I'm glad they did this because too many times you'll get into a show and then all of a sudden it's just gone and then you're like, what happened to that, sh- that, that show? Oh, they're just not... And that's a Netflix thing, right? Netflix. Oh, I hate just that. Just cancel a show after a season or two. This, <sighs> yeah, brutal. This HBO, you can find it on Crave. Succession is awesome. And uh, yeah, the final season starts Sunday. The critics are all saying it's, it's a very good season. Nice. We called it brutal and awesome. So I tried to talk the wife into, I said to her, I said, 
you sh- I think you'd like this show. I'm willing to wait to watch it with you the fourth season if you want to rattle through the first. But she doesn't watch TV like I do. Like, mm-hmm. I'll sit down and power through a season on a Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> but you'll also power through a case of beer at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So she doesn't do that. So she's like, it'll take me three months. Is she into it, though? Like, did she start? No. Because my wife did not get into this one. No? I tried I tried to get her into succession. I thought she would like it. I, I was wrong. She was just, the whole time, she was like, nothing happens. They just talk. They're just standing in board boardrooms talking. Like, nothing's happening. Okay, maybe which it's I a, disagree maybe with. It's a mistake I, that I'm trying to talk my wife into watching this. It's like the people that said Breaking Bad was slow, though. I disagreed with all of them. What See, about suits? my wife hated Breaking Bad. And, and my t- wife liked Breaking Bad. So she hated it because she was like, I, she was anxious all the way through because she was just waiting for some the next awful thing to happen. Yeah. And it Breaking Bad is definitely that Mm -hmm. because nothing it just keeps progressively getting worse yeah so she had anxiety about the she was anxious about the show where it was going oh my god what was gonna gonna happen next um suits i didn't i watched a season or two of suits and the wife loves suits she watched yeah we tried i've been binging it i'm on like i started like last week on season one i'm on season three or four now why suits I don't know. I just, I did, but uh, no. I I just see for me. There's something I like about. I watched. I think I watched three seasons of Suits, and then all of a sudden, that just hit me. I was like, the same thing. It just keeps repeating itself. I didn't. This show show is just. It's the same thing over and over and over again. And so I just dropped it. And then we tried to rewatch it, and and neither of us were into it. For me, with Succession, the the key is is how crazy the characters are mm-hmm. and how well they're acted. Like there's some pretty insane acting. Kieran Culkin is, is, is unbelievable. great in that show. What? The old man is awesome yeah. in this too. In like one sentence, what's the, what's the premise behind it? It's um, it's loosely based on uh, the Murdoch. Um, so the, the, the old man is getting ready to retire and it, it's trying to, who's going to succeed him taking over the media company? It's loosely and based on the owner, the family that owns the Fox, Fox News, News down in the States. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's the kids all fighting to see who's going to take over, but none of them are really capable. They all screw up, and so he decides he's going to stick around. And, and, and he yeah. doesn't want to let go either, and so they got more money than God, right? Like, they're just they're rich beyond anybody's wildest dreams, and they're just complete a-holes to each other Mm -hmm. it's awesome and they're all grew up billionaires so all the kids are spoiled and rotten so it's it's a good show yeah you know do we sum it up nicely i think so there was lots of um rumors about why giselle and and tom brady broke up now it happened after he he decided to retire and then and then Unretired. And then shortly after that, he was apparently on a retreat with her to try to fix his marriage. He missed spring training with Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I think it was a month into the season, it got out that they were, they split. Yeah. It probably didn't help too, because he lost, didn't they lose half their their earnings in a crypto thing? I don't think they actually lost that much. They did lose some money in that crypto thing. I think they but lost a lot, Grant, because lo- that Sam dude, the one that's yeah. in jail now because of it, he he took off to the Bahamas mm-hmm. to try to hide from the law, 
and they lost billions of dollars. They, they didn't lose that much. Not him. Yeah. But that whole thing the did. The whole thing did, the, the investors and stuff. But yeah, they're saying they lost maybe 50, 60 million, something, which is a lot of money, but still. That's a ton um, of money. For the two of them, though, I mean, they're worth hundreds of millions. Still. Um, anyways, but the the easy conclusion to come to would be like, they're getting divorced because he retired and then unretired and played football. Yeah. And she was mad, and that's why they divorced. She gave Brady an ultimatum. You're choosing yeah. between their marriage or his football career. And, and she stepped out last night or in an interview recently and said, that's not the case that didn't happen yeah it's because he went vegan and he lost his ability to perform in the bedroom <laughs> no <laughs> she said it's a part she of his needs it was a part of an ongoing and he was too thing. weak <laughs> yeah <laughs> you just that's what make. she said <laughs> right uh, um i said out loud i said listen the 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 going back on the decision to retire from mm-hmm. football might have played a part in it. Yeah. But what did I say? I said it, there was probably numerous things over the last thirteen years that, that yeah. contributed to their demise. You said you said uh, him unretiring and going back to play football might have been the the straw that broke the monkey's back, yeah. but it <laughs> it's uh, the, if you're in a happy marriage. That one thing isn't just going to break it. Like clearly, yeah. there was trouble for a while, building up and other issues. And absolutely, yeah. There you go. So anyway, and then the vegan thing, right? I mean, there's that too. Of course, yeah. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. God knows we don't need to talk about politics any more than we already do. But I found this story kind of funny. I'm, I'm guessing people are probably talking about this in Ontario right now. Yeah, I think so. Um, Doug Ford. He's made some headlines for weird things. Like, remember when he was going on about the breakfast sandwich? Breakfast sandwich. And how much he liked the new eggs? And- well, <laughs> part of that was um, because he came out to make a rather serious announcement about... something to do with COVID. COVID or yeah. something. And then just starts mowing down on a sandwich. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like it was the first meal he'd had in a week and a half. <laughs> and then there was the one where he went to take it. He was doing an outdoor um, press conference. And oh, a and bee, he sp- swallowed a bee. The bee flew into his mouth. He's like, <laughs> yeah. He got right in there. Well, and his, then, his brother uh, we I mean, Rob, to go yeah, there. He had all sorts of antics. And then he was a gong show. Uh, the latest one this week is he came out to do a press conference and he's got a new haircut. And everyone's going, that's a pretty short haircut. He's a little tight over the years, eh? Yeah, and he said he... He's uh, like, ah, oh. I went into Walmart for a haircut and they, they took it a little tighter than I wanted. <laughs> a little a little more than I wanted off the top. They go, Doug Ford, you're the premier of Ontario. Your net worth is... You're a, million, you're, you're a millionaire. You, you've been a criminal for years. <laughs> you got a ton of money in the bank and Uh, and you're going into a walmart for your haircuts (laughs) i didn't even know you could get your haircut at walmart where do you get your haircut why don't you get your haircut at walmart i think i'm gonna start (laughs) i had no idea you could i and i had no idea i looked it up and lots of the walmarts have salons in them in edmonton i don't know if i could trust a walmart he was so doug ford said he went to walmart for a trim told the barber he was a number four and uh, he didn't speak English, and I didn't speak Spanish. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> it's pretty tight. It's twenty six dollars. Yeah, twenty six bucks for Eric. What do you well, pay? 
I'm going to Walmart. <laughs> I pay. I pay nothing because I have no hair, and the yeah. wife just like. Ving! But once every two weeks, she knocks it off in the in the uh, in the bathroom, and that that's my haircut. So I haven't yeah. paid for a haircut in years, which is nice. I've been growing mine, so I haven't paid for one. Yeah, <laughs> you, you're, you get the odd trim. I'm thinking. Yeah, not in a while. You, yeah, yeah. Because I get mine done, or most recently. Are you supposed to, as massive damages towel boy? Now, are you supposed to keep it? Are you supposed to get another buzz cut here? Are you supposed to go down to the wood again next week before the next? He, he said I could do it every two months because uh, I do have a bald cap that covers my head on the most part. Nah, you got to knock it right down. You got to. Ever it. since you started shaving your head, the Oilers have been playing better too. You should start bicking it. No, the last time I did that, I was. Can you imagine? He'd look like. He'd look like a. It'd be awesome. Let's look like it. an accident at a slaughterhouse. Like, we should, we like, could do it on the show. The last time I did that, because I did that uh, in the original Dennis Adness and Tabor, and uh, you bled I, for a week. Oh yeah, I almost I needed would, a blood that's transfusion. Why will do it. I wouldn't bick my own head. <laughs> no, I know neither. a lot of guys do. I just I got way and too you, many curves and cut, crannies. Like our, our boss is bald, and every once in a while he'll cut himself and and it's big band aid and yeah, yeah. bleeds all over. Yeah. Well, I got things going on up there that yeah turns and natural childbirth right <laughs> no they use the vacuum on you that's something a vacuum happened. head i got I, I think i got yanked out by something some sort of <laughs> something dented you i don't know yeah you've been listening to the locker room podcast on time and under budget sounds like it too Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.